The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ciao, amiga. No, that's Spanish. Alrighty. Well, this is what I get for starting the episode off with what I thought was Italian. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. What is that? I'm Chris Clemens. That's so crazy. Um, Now, before we get into it, be sure, as always, to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens if you have not. If you like video episodes, we put them up on youtube.com slash Chris. And hey, while you're at it, leave us a sexy, juicy review. It really helps us out, and we appreciate it. Also, stay tuned, because we have some good shit coming to patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. So get into it, baby. Mwah. Now, I always say before we get into the episode, and then I end up saying before we get into the episode again, but um, I wanted to shout out this week's charitable cause, and it is something that I learned about a couple of weeks ago from my very brand new sister-in-law, Katie. Um, she works with this organization called Best Buddies International. And um, if you don't know, Best Buddies International is a nonprofit organization dedicated to establishing a global volunteer movement that creates opportunities for one-to-one friendships, integrated employment, leadership development, and inclusive living for individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And I just, having seen it firsthand, um, the kids she works with and the work that is done with this organization, I think it's just incredible. And these people are some of the most, oh, just full of joy and love. And I don't know, I just think that they're amazing. And I wanted to shout it out. So be sure to head to the description and check out Best Buddies International, where you can either donate and or learn more to get involved or volunteer if that is something that you're interested in. And yeah, uh, we've got the whole gang here. And um, I just got back from Milan Fashion Week. Um, what's today? Wednesday. I got back on Monday at like 2.50 in the afternoon. No, 2 o'clock. I don't know why it literally matters, the timestamp that I landed back. But um, 
Also, I want to say that next week is our 100th episode live special coming out. And I don't want to hype it up too much or suck all of our But I think it is the best episode we have ever recorded, like, (laughs) in 100 episodes. But it was just so fun. It got me so excited to do, like, live shows again and to, like, I don't know, take this shit show on tour. Ah! Comment or leave a review of where we should come if we went on a tour. Because um, I'm not joking, to quote Coco Montrese, I'm not joking, bitch. I want to take this show on the road, and I think it'll be so fun. So be sure to comment if you're watching the video, or if you're on Spotify or Apple, leave a review of where we should come. But today I thought we would sort of just talk about Milan, do some voicemails, and just keep it a pretty easy episode to get back into it. I've literally, in the last two months, been home seven days. This is my seventh day home, and I forget how to do pretty much anything, so that's why this is going to be sort of like a... This is going to be like one of those singles that artists put out where it's like parentheses stripped down or like stripped live or Taylor's version. Yeah, t- Taylor's version. Exactly. Except like some of those go pretty hard. So this is like the stri- acoustic. Oh, my God. That's the f- word. What is wrong with me? <laughs> this is the acoustic version, guys. <laughs> this is such a nightmare. I mean, technically acapella. No, we're, I should never do acapella. That I just think would scare everyone away if I did acapella. But um, yeah, I was in Milan for a week, and it was my first time in Milan. It was for Fashion Week. We all heard how New York Fashion Week went. And girl, <laughs> let me tell you, Milan Fashion Week, hmm, it happened. It happened. I landed in Milan. <laughs> this is honestly, I never brag about when I'm funny, but like that's when you know it's real. I landed in Milan and I, it was like a red eye. So I left JFK at like maybe eight, nine. I mean, hell, let's maybe even say 10. Um, And I was like, whenever I travel, I think it's super important when you're going to like a different time zone to like treat the flight as if it's part of the day of where you're landing. So like, since I was landing at 8am, I was thinking like, okay, I've got to treat this flight like it's my sleep. So that I wake up and it's just like a new day, not not like a six o'clock or a six a.m. I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, I just tapped the earbud in my ear and it played classical music, and I literally almost just had like a fucking stroke by Beethoven. But so yeah, I I was like, okay, I've got to sleep on this flight. So I wake up in Milan, I and I never sleep on a flight, so I was very fucking confused when I woke up, and all of a sudden I realized one, I'm in a foreign country. Two, I have done. <laughs> no preparation aside from getting an Airbnb and a flight on like how the ev- how the f- to even get to the Airbnb. So I get out of the customs and all of that shit. I get outside. I am met with just the heaviest cigarette smoke I've ever faced in my life. It's like eight in the morning. I'm like, oh, good morning. Um, so I'm there's like a whole line of taxis and my friends who were there, Jay and Nikki, they were saying get a taxi instead of an Uber. So I was like, okay, I'm such a local, whatever. And I get it. I go to like the taxi line. I'm like, hi, um, taxi. <laughs> In my like fucking most bimbo voice. And the guy's like, yeah, come with me. And I was like, but do you take card? Because I needed to really make sure I didn't end up in a pickle of needing to get cash. And so he was like, no. And then he leads me to this other guy. And I'm like, you take card? And he's like, yes, let's go. And I, the next thing I know, I'm just in this man's 
sprinter van. <laughs> so I text my friends. It was a gif of Lizzie McGuire riding the scooter around mm-hmm. Rome. And I said, me right now in a taxi van of a man. I literally have maybe said five words to three of which were in English. And that's how my trip to Italy started. Um, it was fun. Everybody keeps asking me like how fashion week was. And I feel really bad because I feel like I sound like a giant see you next Tuesday. But like being in Milan was so fun. Like I love Italy. Italy is like where I just feel my caucasity gush out of my pores. Like I just, I live for that shit. But like fashion week is like, I just don't think it's what people think it is. And like, that is the biggest gag of it all. (gasps) What fashion not being what it seems like, (laughs) but we'll get into it. Um, I want to do some voicemails first, but before we hear some voicemails, I want to share the prompt that I want y'all to call into for next episode. 310-844-6459. Call in and tell me about your worst date story. As someone who doesn't really go on dates all too often, I need to live vicariously through y'all. And I feel like some of y'all, based off of the voicemails I've heard, have some doozies. So call in to 310-844-6459 about your worst date story. And um, today we're going to learn all about how y'all lost your V-cards. Sam, was this like pretty gruesome to listen to? Yeah, this one was... (laughs) Poor Sam. This one was a little rough, and like I don't even know if I feel okay with playing the ones I did pick, but we're just gonna go with it. (laughs) Well, what the f does that mean? You'll see, I guess. Hi, y'all. I am currently in my kitchen, a little high, cooking fries. Totally Um, been there. But that's regardless. Y'all asked for a losing virginity story. (laughs) Um, So I was a freshman in college, and it was pretty basic, like at a bar, went to his frat house, gross, I stole his medicine, he stole my virginity, I think it's worth it, um, or it's like equal, you know? But anywho, the reason why I wanted to call was because, so I don't know how I had the courage to ask this with my virginity, but I said, like I asked him to choke me, and he did, and then the next morning I woke up like so hard to breathe, I was like, is this just the aftermath of losing your virginity? Um, but it wait stayed for like weeks like that. So I went back to like my family doctor, went home, um, and I told my family doctor that I was in a play and that <laughs> the person accidentally like really choked me. Um, cause I didn't want him to tell my dad cause it's like, there's a small town south and like, well, girl, there's a thing there's called no HIPAA. HIPAA there. <laughs> and so, um, oh yeah, basically I had a muscle like, strained muscle or whatever in my throat or chest um and yeah parents do not know about that and probably never will so um yeah also a little side note i'm a social worker and like listening to the podcast every morning going to work actually makes me want to keep going to work so thank you for all you do and yeah bye bye thank you put that on itunes so other people can read about it um (laughs) Oh my god, wait. A frat man not knowing where a woman can feel pleasure? <laughs> I'm shocked. That's crazy. Um holy shit, she I thought she was gonna say she had like a collapsed trachea or something. Like I also I love, absolutely love the ad lib you went on with your doctor about being in a school. Like that is some true top shelf me shit right there. Like, just making up something that is so far-fetched 
when you say it to a normal person. But to a doctor, the doctor also fully had to know you were lying. Like, <laughs> bitch, what? I also was kind of afraid that you would be like an SVU vibe of like having bruises all over your neck. I just, ooh, Sam, I suddenly understand why you said what you said. Wow. I also lost my virginity freshman year of college. So high five to that girl. Woo. Anyways, let's hear another one. Also, I will say, like, I feel like ever since we've started putting the voicemail prompts in the episodes, the quality of voicemails we are getting, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with y'all. I just want to say that. I really, I love this weird f- little community we have. It's so fun. Anyways, hit it, DJ. Hey, Chris. This is Becca. Hi, Becca. Um, I'm calling to leave a voicemail about how I lost my virginity. Yes, work, girl. So, uh, <laughs> long story short, it was like my senior year in high school, or, or I guess like the summer of my senior year, so going into college. Okay. And I was like, I just, I had like an on and off type boyfriend, and I was like, I just have to do this, so when I get to college, I can live my best life. So, we were out, had a few little drinkies, and... Fast forward, it ended up being like midnight, 1 a.m., and we're out like drinking by a creek. Yes, you heard that right, a creek, not a river with like, it was like a whole country thing. No, it was like a full creek, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I ended up getting naked in this creek. So keep in mind when I say creek, there's like no water. No, there's no water in a creek. (laughs) I ended up losing my virginity on a bed of rocks. Yep, um, very painful, very quick. Um, so let's just say I stopped talking to him after that. Um, but yeah, that's my little spiel. Um, I love you guys and I hope you have a great time with the story. Thank thank you. Wow, I think we're gonna have a pretty rocky time with this story. Um I don't know why you stopped talking to him when you agreed to lay on a bed of rocks. <laughs> like what? I would have been like, no, in fact, Tati Westbrook, this doesn't seem like the time or place. <laughs> like what? I'm so confused by that whole story. But I loved the explanation of a creek because I don't feel that people fully understand what a creek is. <laughs> like, do they have creeks everywhere? I thought creeks had a little water, like a stream. No, creek is just rocks. It's like, yeah, it's like a stream. But like, also, I don't understand like why. Yeah, like it's one thing to have sex in like a lake, I feel. But to do it in a creek is like, wouldn't the person on bottom be getting just waterboarded? (laughs) Like, I really am trying to picture it like a lake has maybe a foot of water. Maybe two if it just rained. And you're telling me this person is going to lay on their back. I mean, I know that they were on their back because they f***ing said that they have rock burn now. But they're sitting like this. And what? Like, with a snorkel on? <laughs> I'm I'm so confused by the logistics of this that I'm almost requesting you to send in a diagram. But then I realized <laughs> that that's a little crazy of me to ask. Also, I'm fully on my back right now (laughs) (laughs) if you are not watching that was really crazy but like i really don't understand how that works although i guess if you're on a bed of rocks you weren't in the water oh they should have got like a pool floaty yeah (laughs) i mean or just like gone to someone's car or house like a just a normal losing virginity story but i was thinking that it's kind of daring for their first time to be technically a public Mm. place a public and like in a creek 
Like, what happens if a minnow <laughs> swims up there? I mean, what? She gets pregnant by a minnow. <laughs> That's how mermaids are, are made. <laughs> Not ew. And that was the first mermaid. <laughs> So funny. I'm just picturing like, oh, and that's sperm swimming up, and it's like, no, that's actually a tadpole. Congrats. <laughs> um, okay, let's take a break from those because wow, I can tell that all of us need to be in therapy. Um, speaking of needing to be in therapy, while I was in Milan, so I was there with Jay and Nikki. Um, Jay works at Diesel, and so does Nikki. And Jay was helping me with a lot of fashion week stuff. Like just getting me into shows and doing all that kind of doing all that stuff. So I went to Milan totally by myself. I have like never really traveled by myself like this. I feel like I've always had a friend at least or like somebody, but like I was going to a foreign country totally alone. So I relied pretty heavily on Nikki and Jay and we started this group chat and they knew a lot more people like there and at fashion week and stuff. So I was just very much meeting all these people, et cetera, et cetera. The first two nights, um, I did this really fun thing where I ended up getting hammered and not eating any dinner. So I ended up ordering McDonald's every night. (laughs) And I was like, okay, guys, I know I'm the fat friend who's just screaming like about food and the fact (laughs) that I need it. And none of you seem to be needing it. That's pretty weird. But um, guys, I need food before we start drinking tonight. And I was like, dude, how do people feel about dinner? The group chat lights up. I'm like, oh my God, I feel seen. Thank God. This one kid in the group chat goes, all right, I made a reservation for six people at eight o'clock. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Cannot wait. I thought it was walking distance from my apartment. I was so stoked. So I'm like walking. I'm on the phone with a friend. We're catching up because like this past month, I've just like spoken to nobody. I don't even know what day or time or month it is. So I was like, this is perfect. I think they're awake. Like, great. So we're, I get to dinner like 15 minutes early, 7.45, and I'm like, okay, like just talking, waiting for, talking to my friend, waiting for um, my friends to get there. I figured people were going to be late because, you know, (laughs) I don't trust anyone. So um, it's like 8.04 and I don't see anybody yet. So I'm like, why don't I just at least like tell them that we're here and so they don't give our table away to the many open tables that were available. I, I don't know what my thought process was. Oh, I was starving. That's literally what. I was like, okay, I'm going to start ordering something, at least a drink. So I'm like sitting there. I'm drinking an Aperol spritz outside. I have a f- picture to prove this story, by the way. Um, and I'm sitting there, and the person who organizes the reservation at like 8.15 goes, hey, I uh, just got tied up with things, and I'm not going to be able to make it. Okay. You didn't know you were getting tied up with things 15 minutes ago and then 15 minutes before that when you like would have had to be on your way here i i just i was shook so i was like okay no problem jay said he was gonna come but then he was like i'm so tired i have to take a nap before we go out and i was like totally respect that you are like busy with like work and stuff and so i'm sitting there i look at my phone it is 9 40 or 8 45 and i am the only person at a six-person outdoor dining table. <laughs> I have a selfie of me and five empty chairs. And so I was like, okay, six. So nobody's coming. I'm just going to sit at a six-person table alone. Great. And then God bless Jay. He is like, oh, my God, I feel so bad I'm coming. And I was like, no, you really oh. don't have to. Like, I'm on my whole, like, eat, drink, love <laughs> escapade. Like, Julia f- Roberts. I'm like, I got this. And he came. And it was so nice. 
And so we're drinking together. And that's how this night started. So we end up going to this bar after dinner that we all planned up to meet at, that someone else in the group had planned that we all meet at before we go to a club. We get there. Jay and I are the only people there. The people who have made the plans, once again, nowhere to be found. I like literally could explode retelling this story and not in the pleasurable way. So Jay and I are just drinking. Um, two of the other people in the group come and we're like, hey, blah, blah, blah. More and more of us start to get there. The person who f***ing said that we should meet at this bar never shows up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. It is it like a Sex in the City plot? I don't know. I've never seen Sex in the City. Oh, I, I need to forget. really. No, I need, no, like, it's, this is a me problem, not a you problem. Like, I need to be watching this show. Um, so we're all at this thing. We're all at this bar before we go to a club. We're like, okay, we should really start going because two of the people in the group were DJs who were, like, performing at the club that night. And, like, tickets were sold and everything. So we were like, okay, we should start. We should really, like, get there. So I order a Sprinter van. Because, like, in Europe, like, the Uber XLs aren't, like, Suburbans. They're... Vespas. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was my dream, truly. All I wanted was a Vespa ride. I was like, can I just, like, ask this person to drive me? And then I was like, Chris, that's psychotic. On both ends. If the person were to say yes, and for you asking. So I order the Sprinter van, and six of us, seven of us are able to fit into it. One of which is the f***ing DJ who's performing at this club. Sorry, I'm getting worked up to the point where it's giving away part of the story. So we get to the club, and I'm always, I, I'm almost 30. I have made this mistake many times where I'm like, we're going to get in, right? We're not doing this whole charade. I'm not waiting. To get, I'm like 30. We're going to get in, right? Yes, yes, yes. We're going to be fine. Great. We get there and we're doing like the classic, like big group of people. Th- the, there was such a big crowd outside the club. We're all holding hands, like weaving through like some sort of like Coachella movie. Um, and so we like get to the bouncer person and they let us in. And I was like, oh my God, wow, that really, that was so seamless. How glamorous. The club is underground and which means no cell service. That's important to keep in mind in the story. <laughs> So we all get a drink at the bar and we, the DJ's like, all right, like we can go to the DJ booth. And the DJ booth was like almost like a cage. Like there were just like these bar, it like literally looked like a hot prison. And like there were stairs, like gradual stairs on both sides of the DJ booth that went to like a bar behind it, I guess. And then on the other side of it was just like the dance floor. So the DJ is leading us through the crowd to the door into the DJ booth. And he gets in and the bouncer at the door of the DJ booth lets one other person in who ends up being Jay. And then he's like, all right, the rest of y'all wait here. And we're like, no, 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 we're with them. Like, just explaining it. Like, totally seems like a misunderstanding. And he's like, no, no, no. It's just like the lounge area is full. Like we've got to wait till people leave. And we're like, got it. Okay. Got it. So we go and dance in front of the DJ booth. We're just like having the best time, just like popping our P's and Q's. (laughs) And, um, and so then someone in the booth is like, all right, come like guys, come on. Why aren't you in here? So we go up to the door and there's like maybe four or five of us or six, maybe at this point, not in the thing. So we all go up to the thing. I'm last in line And the bouncer cuts us off at me. And I'm like, okay, sick. I didn't see that one coming. Um, 
And so I was like, oh, no, 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 like, sorry, I'm with them. And the guy's like, hold up. He basically starts thinking I'm a random groupie trying to get in to the DJ booth, which, like, okay, I get. But, like, people are also like, no, let him in. Like, come on. And the guy is just, like, being a power-controlled dick. And so, like, because the doorway is, like, on these gradual stairs, he was like, wait here. And then he's like, you got to get out of the way. Seriously, like, this is a safety hazard. And I'm like, you just told me to stand here. Also, like, I just want to be in with my friends. Like, I'm really, I really don't care. Like, I just, I'm in a fucking club. I'm so tired. I don't know where I am. Well, where I am is in a club. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Um, So I move out of the way. And then this dick of a bouncer runs in to somebody carrying a tray of drinks and the drinks fall and shatter all over the ground. And then by this point, this man was being a dick. So I gave him the same energy he was giving me, which listen, I had a drink or two in me. <laughs> I was ready. Ciao, bitch. Um, so I start going, Oh, look who the real safety hazard is now. <laughs> Tons of broken, broken glass around. Like I'm just screaming at the man because I'm pissed. It's like all of my friends who don't get my texts that I didn't make it in. And it's like kind of dark in there. So, like, I understand them not knowing I was in there. But I'm, like, getting mad because I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to pull a fast one. I don't care. I literally cannot emphasize how little I care. I just got drunk for this evening's events. And I just want to participate in them. Like, do you know how hard it is to get drunk at 30? Like. Yes. But, like, it just feels impossible. Thank you, Justin. God. I just was getting so fed up at this point. So, I. He, they are cleaning up the glass and everything. And I'm like, sir, like, I'm really just, I'm not trying to pull a fast one. I've got your DJ here. That was another thing I kept saying. I was like, I'm the reason the DJ's even here who sold tickets for this club, which, by the way, is a piece of shit. <laughs> and so I'm like saying literally all of this. I'm like, stand, to quote Mary from Selling Sunset, like, you know what? I've had a little bit of tequila, so I'm standing up for myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Selling Sunset is my falling asleep show. It's really <laughs> explains a lot now that I think of it. So I'm like, you know what, sir? I'm go- I'm like waiting for like 30 minutes. And I'm just like, I finished my drink. Don't feel like buying another $20 drink. I am just literally trying to hang with the people that I'm here with that I barely even know. I know like two of the people in the group. So I'm like, you know what, sir? I'm going to go. We're good. Like, I I just, I don't need to be waiting in the club. I'm not trying to pull a fast one. I would rather be in bed. I turn around and I start to go towards the exit. I'm going up the stairs and he like pulls on me and is like, come with me. And I'm like, oh, look who wants me here now. So I'm following him through the club, and it's also so fucking embarrassing. People are, like, recording what's going on, and I'm like, guys, celebrity privacy. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was like, I think people thought, like, a world star moment was happening. I was just like, oh my god, this is so over the top and unnecessary. Like, ugh. Like, I just, I don't like attention like that in public settings. And I'm like, sorry, I'm literally just gonna leave. Like, it's good. So I come back, and he's like, wait here. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's just, like, gonna verify I should be in here. Five minutes go by, and I'm like, okay, am I waiting here or is this a power trip? And the guy's like, wait here. That was a big thing. He just kept repeating the same shit and not answering the question I'm asking. Um, and so I'm like, no, like, sir, truly, I I don't know what's going on. I'm good. I'm gonna go home. I'm good. He goes, Oh, you wanna go? You wanna go? Fine, then let's go. Oh no. And then kicks me out of the club. I was trying to leave. (laughs) 
It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not fired. I quit. You're not breaking up with me. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sir, respectfully, what the f***? So we get outside and I, like, I guess someone high up at the club, some like old white gray haired dude is like, what's going on? They start speaking in Italian and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to also have a word in this convo that I don't know what's being said. <laughs> You're like, scusi. The guy, literally, I was like, scusa, scusa, grazie, grazie. Um, <laughs> no, I literally wasn't. I was like, um, hold on, is what I said. I was like, um, hold on, I would like to say something. And so the guy goes, what happened? And I tell him, and I'm like, but I'm just trying to leave. Like, I'm really not trying to cause a scene. I've patroned your club. I'm the reason that the DJ who sold tickets to this piece of shit is in here. Like, I don't know what else to say, Your Honor. So I, I like they just gave each other a look and I was like, I would just like to go, please. And so I go. My Uber's here and I go home and I play Fortnite. Had a great night. I was hammered on Fortnite. Oh my God. So the next night, our friend's friend is having like a dinner for their brand or launch or something. I was like, great, free dinner. Love. We show up. Da 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 da. He's also one of the people who comes is one of the, or both of the DJs from the night before were there. Everybody's talking about this club night and how crazy it was. And I was like, yeah, guys, no one had a crazier time than me. So then our friend who made the plans to meet up at the bar before the club is like, I'm having a company party at our like boss's apartment come through. So after the dinner, we went to that. It's like midnight by the time we were served pasta at this fucking dinner. And (laughs) oh, God, at this dinner, by the way, they served some like pasta that had like a creamy sauce on it and i was asking them for a pomodoro which is just like a marinara sauce because i wanted to dip the bread into the marinara which oh yes i can eat all of the bread and pasta there i don't know why it didn't affect me but it didn't and i'm not complaining it's why i love going to italy oh my god the amount of pasta every meal so anyways they wouldn't give me pomodoro because they thought i was gonna put it on the cream sauce and i i was like can i get a little side of pomodoro and the literal waitress goes no. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I love that. I mean, yeah, I love it too. Like, yeah, authentica. But like, bitch, give me my fucking Pomodoro, please. They're like, we've heard of this guy. He's the one that drinks marinara. <laughs> he orders McDonald's. <laughs> okay, I did drink the marinara at this place. <laughs> no joke. No joke. It was fucking good. Anyway, so afterwards, we go to this party. And then after this party, my friend is like, oh... Someone's having a club, a DJ thing at this club. Like, let's go. And I was like, too soon. But I was like, okay, I'm going to get in. Like, we're going to, I'm going to get in. She's like, yes. Like, okay, bitch, I'm trusting you. This girl, I'm trying to keep everyone's identities private because, like, it was just a hectic week. And, like, I don't expect anyone to, like, goo goo gaga baby me. But, like, I was like, come on, bitch, at least notice I'm not there. So, We get to, it's at the Four Seasons. I guess they have a club. Who knows? So we get there, and we're walking in, and my friend says her name and that she has two plus one. So we get these VIP wristbands. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in. Holy shit. We get in through this doorway, and we go up these stairs, and then we get to like this like coat check, like check-in lounge or whatever. We're walking in. The girl who like made all these plans is walking ahead of us and goes down the stairs into the club. And we, me and this girl who I came with, got stopped. And they're like, uh, excuse me, you guys have to pay 200 euro each. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't actually think that's the case. I don't think I have to do anything. So I'm like, 200 euro? She goes, yeah. I was like, for both of us? She's like, yeah. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. No. So then I left, and so does this girl, and I go home for the night, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Anyways, that's why I will never go to a club in Italy ever again unless the literal owner of the club is present with me and even then i might not even go because we all saw how that turned out with the dj (sighs) god i mean i don't even love clubs that much i really don't and to have succumbed as a victim two nights in a row to a club no i the walls are built bitch Now, we interrupt this wonderful podcast episode to thank our sponsor, which is Helix Sleep. If you guys do not know, Helix Sleep is a premium mattress in a box company that takes all of your unique needs and wants in a mattress and ships it right to your door. I mean, does it get much better? I am obviously a sleep enthusiast, and I have never met a mattress like Helix. I have a Helix mattress in literally every room that has a bed in my house, and I might even be putting a bed in another room just to have the option to have a helix bed in that bedroom and i've had helix mattresses for a couple years and they still remain like it's the first day it is incredible now the helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses including the award-winning lux collection the newly released helix elite collection a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers and even a mattress made just for kids there are models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side there's models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions and plus there is enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. Now, you might be wondering how Helix knows what the ideal mattress is for you, and that is with the Helix Sleep Quiz, which is a super quick quiz that you fill out about all your needs, and they match you with the perfect mattress. So when I took the quiz, I said what size mattress I wanted. I said that I'm a side sleeper. I like a medium firmness, and I got matched up with the Helix Midnight Lux, and once again, it remains unmatched. It is perfection. Now, of course, Helix knows that there is no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, which is why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Now, if you're interested in trying out Helix for yourself, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners by going to helixsleep.com slash unhinged. That is helixsleep.com slash unhinged. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. And with Helix, better sleep starts now. Now, I also want to thank another sponsor, which is Loopy. If you guys don't know, Loopy is here to offer a new perspective on protein with a new Lupini bean-powered vegan pasta. As the creative advisor for Loopy, I can say truly without bias that they have the best protein pasta on the market. I've tried all the other options. I'm not a fan. I just think it tastes good and I feel great after eating it. Now, if you did not know, lupini beans are exceptional because they are the bean with the highest concentration of plant-based protein and they are the only low-carb bean out there. And in addition, they are packed with gut-healthy fiber. Now, for those wondering, loopy pasta has 14 grams of protein, which is twice as much as regular pasta, 17 gram net carbs, 
which is 62% less than half of regular pasta, 12 grams of gut-healthy fiber, which is four times as much as regular pasta. It's vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, and kosher, and it comes in penne, rotini, and elbows. Personally, I'm into the elbows, but... Obviously, they all taste amazing and the same. Obviously, I work at home and I love making it for like a lunch because it's so quick and easy and so packed with so many nutrients. But also, it provides a very quick dinner as well. And honestly, I feel totally okay eating a bowl of loopy pasta and red sauce for dinner. Girl dinner! (laughs) But I just know that I'm getting everything I need and I'm fueled with good-ass protein. I'm a fan. Now, if you're looking where you can find it, it's on Amazon. Get loopy, G-E-T-L-U-P-I-I dot com, Erwan, and soon in Gelson's Giant, Fairway, and more. If you decide to get it from Amazon or getloopy.com, be sure to use code CHRIS20 to get 20% off. Also, they have bomb protein bars, so get into it. The link will be down below, getloopy.com. Alrighty, let's get back to the episode. Let's hear another voicemail. I have just exhausted myself. And also, I have diarrhea. I had dairy. Lo- I don't know why I just said that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> run the run the voicemail, DJ. Oh, Hi, Chris. Oh. Um, my name's Keith. Love you. Listen to your podcast every day. Thanks, Keith. Oh, um, my God. Every day. You told us to tell you a story about our virginity. So, when I was 15, I was living with my aunt. And she later kicked me out for being gay. But that's beside the point. Totally. Um, they were going to Florida and she wanted me to go to Florida with her and the family for like a family vacation, but I didn't want to go because I had tickets to Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman. So fair, but also it's Florida. I was really excited. Then they figured out I was gay because they read my messages. Or they just knew you were going to an Ariana Grande concert. Ariana Grande, (laughs) but they didn't make me go to Florida. They let me stay home because I was grounded. So I stayed home alone while they were in Florida. And since I couldn't go to Ariana Grande... You invited Frankie Grande over. I had sex (gasps) for the first time. Oh. And it was great. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) That's the end. Okay, so you just called in to brag about your first time having sex. That's so great of you. Um, Except the part where you literally got grounded for existing. Um, That part was not as cool. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm more so sorry that you didn't go to Ariana Grande. That, I don't think I'd get over that one. Like, Dangerous Woman? That was a time to go to an Ariana Grande concert. Oh my god, do you want to go to Florida? No. I don't have tickets to any concert. I just don't want to go. That that would have been my response. Wow, that's crazy. I was hoping for maybe a little more detail, but you were 15, so I guess I don't want the detail. Thank you. Let's just move right along. <laughs> okay, I do have one more. All right. Hi, Chris. My name's Emily. Hi, Emily. So losing my virginity, honestly, was pretty unremarkable, but oh. I do have a story of someone else losing their virginity to me. <laughs> So I didn't know this guy was a virgin. Um, We'll call him Jack because that's his name. So Jack told me he had been with one other girl before me, but I later found out through mutual friends that that wasn't true. So we get down to it. Um, About a minute in, he pulls out and he goes, "Um, where'd the condom go? So we look all around my bed for it. It's not there. Oh, babe, it's in you. one place it can be. Yep. I don't know how a condom just falls off and gets stuck in a vagina like that. Like, 
maybe he didn't know how to put it on correctly or like didn't get the right size because it was his first time, whatever. Maybe my pussy just vice grip ripped it off of him. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm not just going to lay there and like fish for it while he sits there and watches me. Like that's demoralizing. So I just look at him and I go, get to work. Yes! Um, thankfully, he ends up finding it pretty quickly. Um, but then he looks at me and he goes, that was the only condom I have. Um, so want to do anal? I said, no, no. Um, so that was that. Funny enough, so that happened literally like eight or nine years ago. Um, last year, I matched with him on Tinder. Uh, I just messaged him like, thanks for fishing the condom out of me. That was really nice of you. Whatever. <laughs> um, and we ended up hooking up that following weekend. Way better than the first time around. No condoms were lost. Um, so that's it. <laughs> thanks for listening. Love you guys. Wow. <laughs> Full circle. Huh. I'm... I'm pretty speechless. That's pretty fucking hard to do. Wow. I just have to say what you did more than the Barbie movie could have ever. <laughs> you said, bitch, get to work. Oh my God. That was iconic. I fear that was everything I hope to get from these voicemails. That was crazy. I cannot believe you matched with him. That would have been like an instant block oh my god i always wonder how condoms fall off inside of people like i never or like when people don't notice until like weeks later have you like heard people tell those stories of like i didn't know i had a condom in me for weeks and i was like huh i usually know when i've got a dingleberry on my ass cheek i've heard of like a couple days and people have to go to the hospital everyone really freaks out when that happens what no that feels fair that feels like a pretty (laughs) fair freak out yeah. I, I don't I don't know about y'all, but that, that feels appropriate. <laughs> I wanted to tell two more stories from Italy. Um because they were just like really actual tender moments. Like I just told you about like the two probably worst moments of this Italy trip. But then I had like these two really magical moments, and they happened, of course, at the end of the trip. And maybe that's why they were so tender to me. Um, but the first one was so i was leaving on a monday morning my flight left at like 11 in the morning so i had to get to the airport like pretty early because i had to declare a ton of stuff at customs which if you want to see i smoke and i have a new series on my patreon called smoke and tell i don't know why i named it that because it should be like smoke and show or like smoke show i don't know it the brain is really behind um but if you want to see everything i got in italy you can go to my patreon patreon.com slash chris clemens but because I had a, I had to buy a whole extra suitcase, and that was full of all the shit I bought because everything was so much cheaper there, and you get the taxes back. Oh my god, I'm getting so many refunds these next few days. I'm like, woohoo! So I was like, okay, I've got to get to the airport pretty early. And so um, that night, I'm packing. The night before Sunday, I'm packing, and in Italy, like literally nothing is open on Sundays. Obviously, there was some stuff, but like the cafe I would go to every morning for coffee was closed, like all this shit. So I was like really confused about like <laughs> how to live um, on Sunday. So I'm packing and I'm like, you know what? I can do like the rest in the morning. I've done pretty much everything. I folded everything, put it into piles. I'm going to go get a drink. And where I was staying was, I guess, near a university. And I passed this bar every 
day that I would like walk around Milan because I don't know why I just loved going this one route and I'm like a creature of habit. So I always walked past this bar and it always gave me the vibe of like the bars I went to to underage drink in college. And it turns out exactly what it was. So I was like, I feel like this will be the perfect place to go get just like a glass of wine so I can like fall asleep. So I go there. It's open. I'm like, okay, great. When I can have a drink. So I go and order a white wine and I sit on outside at the table and I like smoke a little cigarette. Oh, that's another thing. Someone, I bought a pack of cigarettes in Italy because I wanted to live Kourtney Kardashian Barker's Dolce Vita lifestyle. Okay. I wanted to rob it. I wanted it. (laughs) I bought a pack of cigarettes and did not even smoke half of it. I just wanted one like at the occasional morning coffee. I wanted one at dinner. Like I did not even smoke half of the pack. I smoked way less. And people were like, be so f***ing for real. And I'm like, shut the f*** up, okay? The air we're breathing is like 99% polluted. So I was like having a glass of wine, smoking a cigarette. Really, I felt like Chris Jenner. It was crazy. All of a sudden, like there's just people walking because it's like a school. All of a sudden, someone taps me on the shoulder and goes, are you, oh my God, are you Chris Clemens? And I literally thought I like shit myself. And I told him, I was like, oh my God, hi, whoa. Yes, sorry, that scared the shit out of me. And they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, da-da. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I just, how did you know it was me from behind? And she goes, oh, I passed and so- thought it was you and couldn't live with myself, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's so great. So we're just talking. I'm asking about her. And like, we're just, she's asking how I like Milan. I was asking her about things in Milan and like all this different stuff. And I noticed that we had been talking for like, seven minutes and she's standing there and I'm in a seat and I'm like, okay, this is like pretty awkward. Do you want to like sit? And like, I was just, I finished my glass of wine. I was like, I was just going to go to get another glass of wine. Like, do you want a glass of wine? Like no pressure, but I'm just chilling. She was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. We are just talking. I literally forgot her name. It's in a vlog. (laughs) Oh, shut up. Don't (laughs) laugh at me. Okay. I'm so bad at remembering people's names. I know that there was like a, such a nice interaction it was so pure oh my god so we're just talking she's a sixth in italy they do six years of med school and she's starting her sixth year of school the next day and i was like well cheers to that and um she wants to be a surgeon she doesn't know if she wants to do plastic surgery or ear nose and throat because in italy plastic surgery makes a ton but i didn't know this in europe because they have normal health care. Surgeons don't make... The, like, surgeons aren't... Like, surgeons are here in America where they're really rich and make a lot of money. When you do, like, ear, nose, and throat, you're doing it because you really like it and enjoy it and want to help people. So she was like, on one hand, I want to have a comfortable life and travel, so I'm thinking of plastic surgery, but my favorite kind of surgeries are ear, nose, and throat. And that blew my mind that surgeons have favorite kinds of surgeries to do. I'm like, that is such a crazy concept that I have never thought about. The fact that surgeons are like, oh, thank God, we're cutting open someone's ear today. Thank God it's not a foot. Like, that never occurred to me because I just assumed it was all bad. Like, wow, we are just getting squirted in the face with blood. (laughs) And like, yep, that is a moving muscle. Was this person? This is the fan that I met. Was this person American? But was she American or Italian? Like, living there or she wasn't american 
I think she was Italian, but wasn't from Milan. Wow, she found you. But I could be really wrong with that. Maybe she's from America. Maybe she's from America. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the things were blurry, okay? I did take a gummy or two. Um, but it was just so nice. Oh, she had... Okay, so everybody in Italy, and I mean, this probably goes beyond, but my experience was in Italy, have these things that you put like half a cigarette in, and it basically heats it up, but it's not giving your lungs like the, the full smoke or something i don't know but when you smoke it it smells like literal butthole <laughs> and so she goes do you mind if i smoke and i'm like no i literally just had a cigarette like go for it and i was like but those things jesus christ they smell and she goes like ass and i was like literally butthole it was so it was just like the most wholesome we literally sat there for like maybe two hours i feel maybe it was less but it was just the most enjoyable time. And it's like one of those moments where I just was so appreciative of like being at this point in my life and in my career where I just was like, this is so cool that people can recognize me. And also everybody's just normal enough that we just literally talked and exchanged stories and all of this. It was just so cool. So if you're listening, you like made honestly my whole Italy trip. And that, well, until I was, like, on the plane home, where you got, like, tied for first. Because I was sitting next to this man, and at first, I'm not going to lie, I came up with some judgments about him. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, he looks like a cop. Like, he looks like like this is going to be a brutal ride, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so this is a daytime flight, so I really wanted to stay awake. But I slept for three hours the night before, because I woke up at 3 a.m. and could not fall back asleep. So... I was like, okay, stay awake on this flight. My feet do this thing on flights where they like tingle and spasm. And I like literally like almost paralyzes me. I don't know what it is. I think it's like restless leg syndrome is what I found on Google. But like it feels way too severe to be just restless leg syndrome. So I eventually fall asleep and then I wake up and the guy is like starts just, oh, he pulls, he's trying to figure out the lights on the ceiling um, because he pulls out like literally what looks like a seventh grader's homework. And so I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, oh, it's this light. Here we go. And so I point the light towards his like tray where he had all his like school workout. <laughs> and he's like a 60 year old man, 65 maybe. And he goes, oh, thank you. And I was like, yeah, of course. And we basically get to talking and he's like, oh, um, oh, were you here for fashion week? And I was like, yeah. And, um, he was like, oh, yeah, I know all these famous people were here for Fashion Week. Are you famous? And I was like, no, girl, please. I was wearing, like, a mask and, like, a hat and sunglasses. So I guess, yeah, maybe I looked psychotic. Or I had a hood on, and I had my mask. And um, I was like, no, we just got to talking. He's like, oh, I was like, what were you doing in Italy? He's like, oh, I'm taking Italian. I'm learning Italian, and I was here for a studying trip. And I was like, okay, first of all, flex. Anyways, he's telling me about, like, his whole, like, life story he has a daughter named Mia in LA who is who just transitioned. Has a daughter in New York named Izzy. Mia calls him all the time, and I we just like the fact that I know all of this. I love talking to absolute strangers. Like this is why I love street interviews, um, because it totally gives, like you just meet these people and you learn about them, and you're like, wow, we're all literally the same. So he was just oh my god, the way he was talking about his trans daughter Mia was just was like I think it's just so brave to put yourself out it was just 
some of the most heartwarming. And he was talking about how Mia calls him all the time. And I was like, that's crazy. I saw a TikTok where this girl was talking about parenting and how the only people who can judge parents parenting are the kids being parented. And I had never thought about it like that. So I'm talking about this concept with him. And I was like, I think it's a true reflection of your parenting that Mia wants to call every day. And then I was like, well, I don't know what you did with Izzy, but <laughs> um, but Izzy also lives in New York and he lives in Tribeca. So like, I was, I was just like, I think it's really beautiful the way that you support your daughter. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were a Republican. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, I don't know, sir. I just think everyone's a Republican at this point. Um, and it was just... It was really just the sweetest thing. We were like, we're talking at baggage camp. I was like, bye. It felt like summer camp where you like, you're like, will we see each other again? And I'm like, Chris, girl, it's like a fucking eight hour flight. Calm down. But and what was his name? I don't know his name. Okay, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Izzy's bitch. dad. Mia and Izzy's dad is his name. <laughs> um, if Mia and Izzy are out there, hey girls. Um, your dad is so cute. Izzy, call him more because he is the sweetest man alive. <laughs> Just kidding. I literally know nothing about your life, and I also doubt that you're listening to this podcast. Um, and yeah, that was that. Those were like the highlights from my trip to Italy. Besides, like eating pasta literally every day. Um, yeah. Oh, it was really actually the perfect ending to a trip. This trip because it just felt like so wholesome. Like it was just so nice to. I don't know what made it nice. It was just nice. And to that, oh. Anyways, that has been our episode today. Now, before we go, we are going to do the toast. And I have decided for the toast that I am going to find my favorite reviews of this podcast and read them. So today, today's toast is dedicated to Lan Ants, who wrote a, a review on July 13th, 2013. The title is literally, and it is two stars. How many times per episode can this guy say literally? Well, literally, bitch, a lot. Um, so to Lenance, thank you so much for your wonderful review. Be sure to leave a review after listening to this episode. So and give it five stars. Come on, bitch. We work way too hard. Cheers to the word literally, bitch. Literally, literally, literally. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the 99th episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Get so excited for next week's episode as I literally overhype it. But no, <laughs> I really feel like it can't be hyped enough. Like, do you guys remember the tattoo girl? I think about her. I still think about her. It's been, oh my God, like a month. Oh my God, it's been a month. Today! Oh my god, a month from today recording! And then tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of me moving into my house. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, um, thank you guys so much. Be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcast. Next week's episode is so good. And um, leave a review, five stars. Video episodes are up on youtube.com slash chris. Patreon.com slash chris clemens. Is there anything I'm missing? How did Jake lose his virginity? <laughs> no, alrighty. That's where, that's where we go. Five stars. Gross. He fucked an Uber driver. Okay. Stop. I don't want to know what it means. Y'all can have a side mission afterwards. I don't want to know. Thank you, Justin, Sam, and Jake, for being here, as always. Um, and thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. And oh my God, next week is the 100th episode. I cannot. I, I cannot believe it's the 100th episode. Anyways, love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.